Welcome back, everyone. This is Discussing Comics, and this episode is a co-production of Discussing Comics and Reality Breach. And I want to welcome back the creator of Reality Breach, Sergio. Sergio, how are you? I am wonderful. Uh, and if and if you're listening to this on the, the Reality Breached feed, I want to welcome everyone there. Uh, as he said, I'm Sergio, uh, typically your host of Reality Breached. But today, uh, I'm going to throw the hosting uh, duties uh, over to my good friends at Discussing Comics. On the line is Kyle Jones. Hey, Sergio. Glad, to, as always, to have you back for what has become an annual tradition. So glad to be here. Awesome, awesome. And Clarence Brown. Yes, yes, we are back for another edition of our yearly podcast. We talk about all of the movies coming up and after a very weird year of movies. So this should be interesting. Yes, it should. We, with that, I'm, I'm going to kick it over to Kyle and just let, let you do, do, your, do your hosting job that you do so well. All right. Well, since you said I do it so well, I'll just sit here for a minute or sit here for a minute and feel like a sense of deja vu washing over me, considering the fact that we didn't have very many movies in 2020. We did not. So let me ask you, what did you feel? And Clarence, I'll point this to you first. Did you feel miss, you know, like, did you feel yourself missing that experience of going to the movies? Well, I do feel that I missed that big, you know, you always want to go for the big movies. A few that were on the docket that got pushed that I really wanted to see. I didn't see Tenet, which I know is out now. You can go buy it and watch it. But I would have liked to have seen that in the movie theater. But I did see about three movies this year in the theater. So I, I got a little taste of it. But I really, really missed having them big bombastic movies to go and watch with your friends, you know. Uh, I would I would agree. Uh, I've, I watched a lot of movies in 2020 uh, and many of them were new releases, but not being able to go to the theater to see the big tentpole releases and most of the tentpole releases just weren't released. It, it was was quite a bummer. Like I, I miss those uncomfortable movie seats. So let me ask you a question, Sergio. When you sat down and decided to make out your new list, and I know, you know, just from reading your article, which for everyone listening, you can check out the article in full on the realitybreach.com website. And also there is a link in our show notes. But when you sat down to make this list, what were your thoughts? I mean, did you did you think, OK, this is just a rehash of last year or, or what were your thoughts? Uh, my, my thoughts were first, what are the holdovers? Because there are a lot of holdovers, uh, but also. I'm putting these dates in, I'm putting these movie titles in, but 2021 does not guarantee that these movies are actually coming out. Like, as you'll see with the very first movie on our list, that's already been delayed. So how many of these will continue to be delayed because the studios are so reliant on box office returns? That, that, that was kind of one of my first thoughts. Yeah, it's, it's especially interesting as you look at how... And I guess Marvel is the best example. You look at how their whole landscape kind of got pushed, <laughs> pushed a year and and mostly the same, but just kind of got pushed off. And it's interesting to see how all of those schedules and dates and deadlines are reshaped. And then you have this other subset of movies that have been in the can for a while now, a really long time. And you're weighing 
making a profit. You know, when are when when are we going to have diminishing returns for holding this movie for so long? You know, so it's it's an interesting dynamic that's going on with these movies this year. Use Wonder Woman as an example. We go into the store, even with social distancing, and for six to eight months, we saw Wonder Woman merchandising in Walmart or wherever it may have been, and yet the movie has not come out. So, you know, we look at it from tickets sold, but look at how much money, and again, there's nothing anybody can do about this, but think about how many how much money is not being made by these companies because of not being able to put their movies out on time. Yeah. Yeah. Like but you, it's funny that you mentioned Wonder Woman 1984. Like I, I saw Wonder Woman 1984 pop figures in the summer and that movie came out, what, two weeks ago, yeah. <laughs> two and a half weeks ago. <laughs> so who's buying a pop figure for a character they've never seen before? Yeah. Yeah. Six months in advance. Like, like that. And, and, Obviously, DC or, or Disney, they're all willing to just punt their profits into another year. It's like, well, we're not getting into this fiscal year, whatever. There are companies that don't want to do that yep. or aren't able to do that. They, they may be so reliant on the money coming in for that fiscal year that their stockholders are just like, just release it. Just release it. If it's a spoiler, I don't care. Release it. Yeah, you, you're, you're not wrong, man. You're not wrong. You put so much time into having, again, these deadlines for not only the movies, but the product line, the the tie-ins and all these other ancillary things. And, you know, you can't just turn it on a dime. This stuff came out and with little to no fanfare, it's just been sitting on shelves. I think I saw some of the um, uh, Black Widow merchandise for a while just sitting mm-hmm. out there, you know, with zero hype. So this is yeah. weird. Case in point, let's take the first movie on your list with Morbius. Chances are Marvel would have had a Morbius comic if there was not a Morbius comic, which traditionally there is not a Morbius comic. But they would have that out front and center when the movie comes out. And I think they recently had a Morbius miniseries. Obviously, it didn't time with the movie. But Sergio, how did Morbius make your list? Uh, Morbius... uh... It was scheduled to come out in – I don't even know when it was supposed to come out. It was supposed to come out in 2020. Then it was supposed to come out in March of 2021. It is since – since this list was published four days ago, it has been delayed to October of 2021. Oh, whoa. <laughs> yeah. But the reason it makes the list is because it uh, is supposed to be the next piece of uh, Sony Spider-Verse. Uh, as as we all know, Venom came out in 2019, was a huge – was it in 2019 or 2018? It came out a couple of years ago and was huge. It was, it was a huge international hit. I don't know about you guys' opinions. I thought it was pretty good. It wasn't great. Like it's not a, not a triple A movie, but uh, for a secondary character to be helming a Spider-Man movie, I feel like it did the job it needed to do. And it was rated R. It got the eyes on it that they wanted on it. Morbius is supposed to be the next one of those with the kicking this to October. It looks like it may actually come out after the second Venom movie, which we'll talk about a bit later. I I said a lot last year about Jared Leto fronting a movie where he plays a vampire. uh, And I still stand by those things. Like Jared Leto is basically a vampire anyway. (laughs) He hasn't aged since 1998. So it's probably a good idea putting him in the role. I don't know how interesting the character Morbius is. As you said, there's not really even more Morbius fronted comic books. I know he's a like a villain or a side character or whatever, but 
as as a comic reader, do you think just releasing a Morbius book would be an ongoing success if they were to do that? Me personally, no. I see him as a side character that never has it, it it's a it's a very niche character because literally his name says it all. Morbius the living vampire. Yeah. That says it in a nutshell. He has a blood disease that makes him crave blood. There you go. Wow. I, I, I guess you just really lean into we have Oscar winner Jared Leto, who is also a rock star. Like you, you kind of have to lean into the talent that you have for this movie and that it is supposed to be tied into the spider verse they're building. Uh, and if I remember correctly, it's, it's it's been a little while since I watched the trailer. I believe it has uh, the Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton coming back, uh, playing the same role he played in uh, Homecoming. Yeah, I, I think it, I think it's really smart. And uh, you talk about the release date; they may be playing it into Halloween since they moved it to October. Not a, a bad bit. move. Not, Not a bad, bad move, move at all. I too thought Venom was, you know, a surprise. I really didn't expect it to be good. So with this, I'm expecting sort of the same. <laughs> you know, I'm going with low expectations and expect it to be pretty good. But I'm also thinking about what we won't get in too much of the rumor territory, but what's going on with Spider-Man and uh, Sam Raimi coming back and what, well, is he, is he directing the, I think he is directing the next Spider-Man movie. I think he is. No, I don't no. think he is. Oh, he's, he's directing Doctor Strange, which is supposed to have some yeah. of the same elements. Yes. Yeah. But, but it is rumored that a lot of these, you know, the, the Spider-Man multiverse is going to come into play. So I'm wondering, will they try to tie him, Morbius, along with, you know, Michael Keaton being in this movie, uh, which he was in Homecoming, so maybe they're going to try to tie some all these things in together together somehow. Yeah, yeah, and 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 we'll get to my feelings on the new Spider-Man movie and what what I expect from it, and and I just don't know how that version of Michael Keaton's character, what was it, the uh, the Vulture, the Vulture, that yeah, how that version of him is in this movie, even though Vulture is in the MCU, like. So so are all of the MCU characters just ignoring that Morius exists? It's it's silly. It's silly. Hmm. Well, I want to ask if we can just go ahead and jump down the list since your list is not in a this is the first one, second one, you know, and rated in a way. It's just a list of movies. I want to go ahead and talk about Venom. Let there be carnage. And this is scheduled potentially 625-2021. So thoughts about Venom. Uh, I'm excited to see the second Venom. I recently rewatched the first one, and that is a really fun movie. Uh, I feel like if they hit the same beats, uh, bringing in Carnage, played by Woody Harrelson, is a good oh, like yeah. that's a that, that's a really fun choice because I love Woody Harrelson. But again, so much of the the excitement that is tied to both Morbius and Venom two is what are they doing with Spider Man? Hmm. Yeah, agreed. I'm coming into this much like I came into the first one. I was, I had low expectations mainly because there was no Spider-Man in the movie. But that being <laughs> said, I, I really, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. And I'm expecting kind of the same surprise with this one, going in with zero expectation and see what they actually do. And, you know, I guess we'll talk about it later, about how they actually, I think they're going to try to, you know, tie all of these in together, all these different iterations of these movies as well as d- different iterations of Spider-Man in, in, into the upcoming Spider-Man movie. So I, you know, they've somehow secretly crafted a universe, which we <laughs> thought they would never do. So, Hey, I'm, 
I'm, I, I guess I'm waiting with bated breath for this one. Multitude of madness, a multiverse of madness. So it can all exist. <laughs> so let me ask you before we move on, are you guys familiar with Carnage? All I know is the, the only thing I know is uh, he's a red symbiote. Gotcha. But that's it. That, that's that's all I have. Yeah, I think I'm only familiar with uh, wasn't he in the 90s Spider-Man cartoon? I think that's mm-hmm. all I know of him. There was a video game in the 90s called Maximum Carnage. Yeah, yeah, I played that as well. So, yeah. Hmm. Based on a storyline called Maximum Carnage. Oh, cool. I will just say this, and this is not really a spoiler if you already know that it's a symbiote. If the Venom symbiote is supposed to be bad, then the Venom symbiote is to Carnage as the Venom symbiote is to Spider-Man. Oh, so he's worse. He is much. You're evil. Much, (laughs) much, much worse. All right, so let's go a little bit back up the list. No Time to Die, 4-2-2021. No Time to Die. Tell me about it. That movie's totally going to get delayed again, it, without a doubt. Uh, it wasn't on my list last year because prior to last year, I'd never seen a James Bond movie. But uh, me and Reed of Reality Breached have been uh, powering through all of the James Bond movies. And we're even we have a podcast about it called Debriefing and Cocktails. And because of Debriefing and Cocktails, I'm now kind of like jonesing for some 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 new 007 uh, and the trailer looks cool. The the fact that they're openly acknowledging that they're sunsetting his character, uh, you know, that's like this is Craig's last movie. This is yeah. what we're going to do with him. Like, I, I'm, I'm really excited to see what happens there. This is like Wonder Woman 1984. I feel like the the studio on this one has the biggest expectations that they just keep punting it and decide and and deciding, are we going to go streaming? No, we're not going to go streaming. Are we going to go streaming? No. Yes. We, because every time any kind of news comes up, no time to die is in it. They're like, it's like, is it going to get you late or not? It's, it's, it's crazy how much attention this movie is getting. Yeah. Yeah. Bond is up there with, you know, a, a star Wars movie. Just, just think of your biggest movie out there. That's, that's kind of what bond is. And uh, the type of movie that, does well not just here but everywhere so i can see why they're doing it the 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 family that's behind the property are very protective of it already so so yeah they're they're trying to capitalize on these dollars and i kind of don't blame them i mean people go to see a bond movie but i don't think they're ever just they won't be any sadder if they see it next year versus now you know it's kind of i'm not gonna say timeless but you know the it I believe the fan base is still going to be there no matter when it comes out, you know? So it may be a smart move on their part, actually. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, look at how many years, what is it? 50, about 50 some odd years that we've been having bond movies and you've never had a bond TV show. They've all been in the movies. And like you said, it may be every two, three, four, five, six, however many years between a bond movie. Yeah. 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 So the next one on the list, I'll just go ahead and say, if it came out tomorrow, I would have absolutely no interest whatsoever in going to see it <laughs> because I hate Bob's Burgers with a passion. You should oh. definitely go digital. So, so is this a holdover or is it one that was naturally supposed to come out in uh, 2021? No, this is a holdover. Uh, why? I, dude, Bob's Burgers is huge. 
it's it's it is it's a huge property that is kind of the the little brother of the Simpsons and Family Guy. It's arguably the funniest of the three. I am mm. stoked. Like that's I, the, my excitement about Bob's Burgers, and my I sit down and watch it with my kids all of the time, and that's why it's on this list. Uh, not because I feel like it's going to be a huge hit or that there's an audience just you know foaming at the mouth for it, but. Bob's Burgers is a like that is a cherished property in my home. And if this comes to streaming, I will be very disappointed because that's where I watch Bob's Burgers is on my couch. Uh, I want to take my kids to the to the theater and load them up with popcorn and watch the antics on the big screen is what I want. Because because just like the original or just like the, the Simpsons movie, like Simpsons is fun and cool and funny. But seeing it on the big screen, big screen makes a difference. Yeah. And I totally get your point. Um, wow. <laughs> it's something that you always watch on your TV. So the whole point of it being a movie is to go to the movie theaters. And I, I totally get that. Yeah. I totally get that. So uh, let me say this. I might would go sit because the actor who voices Bob also voices Archer from the H. FX John series. Benjamin. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I love Archer. Hands down, I love Archer. And I love the character of the daughter that has the pink whatever on her head that she wears. I like her. But if they could just ban the character of the mother from the the whole, every time I hear, Bob, my ears hurt. Bob. (laughs) So... I see, I, I and, and, and like I, and I love her character because she's so obnoxious. You know, it's 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 like the uh, the nanny from the '90s. Part of the reason she's funny is because how because of how obnoxious she is and how waspy she is. You know, you perfect segue here. She may be waspy, but this character is more not of another type of insect. The Black Widow, another movie <laughs> that was delayed. Five seven twenty twenty one, gentlemen. Thoughts. I'll let Clarence go first on this one. I think this is a, a must-see for me. Any of the tentpole, I'm not going to say tentpole, any of the Marvel movies, period. I want to see those in theaters, man. Um, again, I think it's interesting how it's been pushed and it kind of restructured. Maybe not much, but it's, I, have, I have a feeling that it shifted some of the release dates of the whole Marvel, whichever phase we're in now. I four. can never remember. Phase four. Yeah, four. So, so, yeah, I feel like it did some of that. And, I mean, the, this is the MCU. You have to see this in the theater. I don't see any other way. It's <laughs> it's funny that I can make the exception for Wonder Woman 1984, uh, <laughs> where I would have. But, man, Marvel is just a different beast, man. It really is. Oh, I, I completely agree. Like, uh, I didn't say this in my in the article, but Marvel really got lucky that the the pandemic hit right at the end of Phase 3. Because there's really no huge pending storylines that we're waiting on conclusion to. It's it's not like we're waiting on Endgame to come out and they yeah. just keep delaying it. They're they're literally waiting on a new phase to start, which happens literally tomorrow uh, on Disney Plus with WandaVision yep. coming out. Yep, such I a smart move. Wait. Such a smart move to to go the TV route with those smaller, still integral, you know, MCU properties that are going to push forward the next phase. Yeah, yeah, and, and and we've talked about this before, but the the fact that Black Widow has not hit Disney Plus, but Mulan did, yep, and Soul did, 
it like I, I feel like they're still trying to figure out exact what, what the exact blend of streaming and theaters is. Uh, and I, I don't know if this one will be delayed again. Hmm. I, I feel like Disney will just pull the trigger and say Disney Plus if if it gets close to May and we still don't have most of our theaters open. I think Disney is betting on best case scenario that over the next, well, three and a half months or three months or whatever, that we will start seeing more rollouts of vaccinations for the, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the COVID-19. And maybe there will be some semblance by May of being able to socially distance, but more people feel comfortable getting back into theaters. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and the, the hidden factor here that I didn't think about until I was writing this article is like America is not handling the virus very well, but other countries are. <laughs> yeah. And there are countries that bring in a lot of money for these giant blockbusters. So if let's say China gets their, you know, the, 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 their numbers under control, they may go ahead and release this because they know they're going to make their money back in the Asian market. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I don't see anything wrong with it. No, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's 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 not a complaint. It's just that that's just what we're looking at when it comes to release co- uh, possibility. Yeah, and I don't know when they set the date of of five seven, but it seems like at least now with the with the vaccines having rolled out, at least they can intelligently make some type of analysis when they're pushing the dates. As with before, they were just saying, "Oh, push it five months off or six months off," you know. <laughs> yeah, and let's pray. <laughs> So if I were standing, speaking of praying, I would probably be praying if I was standing somewhere close to a battle between Godzilla and King Kong, 521-2021. So, Sergio. Yeah. So so last year, this made the list. Uh, and it was just because a lot of people that I respected really were looking forward to this movie. Well, during the lockdown, I watched all those Godzilla and King Kong movies that you know are supposed to lead up to this. And those movies are great. Yes, they're on my bucket list. They're actually on HBO Max. So I have like Kong Skull Island and uh, the Godzilla King of Monsters queued up. <laughs> to watch yeah, yeah, like Skull Island is great. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so exciting. I've never been more excited for this movie. Uh, and it's a legendary pictures movie. Uh, and I side note, I don't I don't know if we've talked about this, this fact, but Warner Brothers, uh, they just straight up announced, hey, everything that we have uh, coming out for the next year is going to be hitting HBO Max at the same time. You know, is kind of they, they announced that as kind of a, a, a pitch for everyone to get HBO Max. Uh, and they did that with uh, Wonder Woman 1984. And as soon as they made that announcement, all of their part, business partners were like, whoa, we didn't <laughs> talk about this first. Uh, I'm not cool with that. And one of the ones that was not cool with it was Legendary Pictures. Uh, they have two movies on this list, one being Godzilla, the other one being... Oh, no. What's the other one? Bum, bum, the other... bum. Dune. 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 Yeah. So th- th- they're currently working on a deal to make sure it still hits in both places. And it looks like Warner is just going to have to pay Legendary off to allow date and you know sa- same date release in theaters and on HBO Max, which is a really weird problem to have. Hmm. Uh, as for the movie, I'm down. I, I hear I hear King Kong got real big between his movie and now, uh, and he's he's going to be big enough to actually fight Godzilla. Uh, but they need to release a trailer post haste. Yeah, that needs to happen for sure. For sure. It's yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely excited about that one as well, man. I can't I can't wait to dive into it. 
So I want to mention another movie that you just going down your list a little bit, but you said we need a trailer. Well, this particular one has a trailer, Dune, the official trailer. So what do you think of Dune dated 10-1? Can I take this first? Go Absolutely. for it. Oh, man, this this has to be seen in a theater. At least I want to see it in the theater <laughs> because the, the trailer is just kind of amazing. You, you get to see in this short trailer, the amount of money and epic scale they've added to this story. I don't know if you've seen any of the older Dunes. It's been a while since I've seen it. Um, but, but yeah, Dune is like a huge property. And um, some of the actors that are in this, um, it, I, I'm just really kind of hyped to see uh, what they do with this one, man. It looks really exciting. It really does. It really does. And it, it's, it really astonishes me that it's taken so long to get a proper new version of dune like that there was a made for tv like miniseries that apparently was really good which i guess is just an a a testament to the property itself but i've never seen dune i will be watching it prior to uh this new one coming out uh but it looks like classic sci-fi yeah man you gotta watch the old one it has uh patrick stewart and david bowie in it (laughs) (laughs) among others (laughs) Well, yeah, well, I've got I'm it. right there with Sergio. I've never seen it. Yeah, my, like <laughs> my, my mom loves Dune. Really? Yeah, like her favorite movie ever. And I'm just like, okay, mom, whatever you say. So this next one on our list is a little interesting because it's not, as you say here, I'll quote you, Sergio, not technically a comic book movie nor a video game movie. Free Guy looks like an opportunity for Ryan Reynolds to play himself in the most ridiculous world. So additional thoughts. That actually sums it up. Like if you like Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds, which he has kind of carved out his own little section of the entertainment world that he kind of just lives in. Uh, I, I feel like free guy is specifically targeted towards you. If you're that person. Yeah. I really like the premise being someone who plays a lot of video games. Uh, the, one of the things that I say in the, in the write up is I don't know how you stretch that into an entire movie because it <laughs> looks like a really expensive SNL sketch. Yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm there for it. Like as long as it's funny, I'm I, I'm down. And and Ryan Reynolds is typically pretty funny. Yeah. Typically, I don't know. I think I'd equate the premise to like a Black Mirror episode or something. I don't know. But but I don't I don't know, man. I think this is one that when it was first the trailer was first dropped and it was first announced, it had a bunch of hype. And mm-hmm. I think the delay is going to really hurt this one. I mean, no matter if theater, theaters are open again or not, I think. This one, the delay and the the the, the hype dying down, I, I don't think it's going to do as well. Yeah. yeah, I'm agreeing with that. And I'm the reason I'm specifically agreeing with that is two years ago or whenever this was supposed to come out sometime <laughs> last year, that was so much more closer to the last Deadpool that had just come out. And yes, we're having Deadpool 3 sometime in the future, but that's sometime in the future. So yes, I I would be shocked if this one doesn't do streaming in some form. And actually, I was going to comment on that, too. Like, it 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 could. It could drop to a streaming platform. But where do you put it? Like, it, it's – I don't know what it's rated. It, it, it may be rated PG-13. And in that case, dropping it on Disney Plus is not out of, out of, out of the question. But if you look at the other content on Disney Plus, I don't know if it really fits. Mm, true. So maybe Hulu? Hmm, maybe because it is technically a Disney property. 
What is their strategy for their more R-rated content? Is that their strategy? Push it to Hulu. Uh, there, there hasn't really been any that they've had to, hmm. you know, drop down to a a streaming platform. What about the current Deadpool movies? Are they on Disney Plus? Oh, they're definitely not on Disney Plus. <laughs> there's, there's nothing rated R on Disney Plus. Okay, all right. No. I don't huh. think you can stream those anywhere. So it may not have a home. <laughs> it may not, but this one will probably have a home and it will probably be in theaters because I do not see them not putting this one in theaters. Fast and the Furious 9, F9. Thoughts? 528-2021. The delay of F9 was like the day in 2020 where I was like, oh, so this is what we're doing. <laughs> we're just not going to enjoy anything for a year. Because that is, you know, Universal's, probably Universal's biggest property, like ongoing property. It makes absolute bank both here and abroad. Mm. And for them to just say, we can't get the money out of it. We need it. We need this year. So we're just going to punt it to 2021, said a lot about their business and the entire Hollywood you know, industry. They were one of the first ones to get delayed. I mm. can't wait for this movie. <laughs> I absolutely will be watching it in theaters. Like even if it's one of those like dual releases, I will go to the theater to watch this. I may even pay for the D box. Uh oh. <laughs> we, like, we just got D box in like the past what two or three years, and I I've I vowed that the only movie I'm gonna watch in D box is Fast and Furious. Or your seatbelt. Yeah, because when, when Dom <laughs> makes some, some ridiculous turn around a corner, I want to feel that in my butt. <laughs> <laughs> But 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 yeah, I, I think this is one that is going to do really well once it you know once we're back in theaters to watch it because um, as you well know, there's a lot of uh, pent up what's the word not frustration but angst to get out and do stuff and I believe this is going to be one of the ones where a lot of people are going to go to because like you said, it's already a huge property and people are just clamoring to get out of their houses and you know be social a little bit. So we'll see. You know. It, I'm ashamed to say I've never – I don't think I've ever seen a full one of the what? first eight. I, I'm, I'm not joking. And this has people – but this it, – it surprises me because it has people in it, actors in it, that I'm big fans of. I'm a big fan of The Rock. I like Vin Diesel. You know, um, there's others in it that I'm a big fan of. But for whatever reason, I've not seen it. Like, again, it does not surprise me at all that you haven't seen these. And if you ever were to sit down and say, you know what, I'm going to watch those Fast and Furious movies. I, I like I have an entire speech I'll have to give you before you start. <laughs> because <laughs> if you just start that. watching them, you'll be like, what is this garbage? Because a lot of them aren't good and they're not supposed to be good. They're yeah, supposed to be exciting. I don't think I've seen any past four. Oh, then you haven't even seen the best ones. Um, oh, I love man. those first three, dude. Like it, number f numbers four through eight are amazing. And for the record, Torque is a better movie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> blasphemy. <laughs> oh, boy. So this next one, I will just go ahead and say I am shocked that this hasn't come to maybe Netflix or like you guys were saying, Hulu or what. I'm shocked. That it hasn't come there yet. Ghostbusters 6 11 2021. Yeah, this this is a hard one because do you have an audience that is going to wait to watch this or be, you know, clamoring to watch this in theaters? I don't know because <laughs> I don't know if the last movie did that well. 
but you do have a lot of the I think this has this is tying directly into the the canon with the I'm holding up quotes real Ghostbusters. So uh, <laughs> I think I think there's going to be a lot of people that's going to want to see this, but to put butts in seats, I don't know. I think it's going to do well. Uh, th- there's a lot of people who actively avoided the previous movie uh, for good reasons and bad reasons. Th- this one is, as you said, t- ties into the original two. So I feel like those same people will, you know, vote with their dollars and say, no, this is what we, this is what we actually want. Yeah. Uh, and, and as for the whole streaming stuff, like Sony has been pretty steadfast and in they're going to release their big films to theaters. Uh, there's like four or five different Sony movies on this list. And does, does Sony have a streaming platform? I don't think they, they do. I don't think they own one, right? No, I don't <sighs> think so. Yeah. So it's a, yeah, they, they would have to do a deal with, you know, an, an, a third party to get it to happen. So I, if it gets close to six eleven twenty twenty one, and they have not delayed it into 2022, it's possible. Netflix could just throw a fist fistful of money at them. Yeah. But, Netflix just announced that they they that they have a brand new movie every single week this year. Yeah, that's crazy. So I don't think that they <laughs> are that. I, I don't think they're excited to pay someone else to host their movie. Mm-hmm. As as for the Ghostbusters movie, uh, last year I said that the tone seems weird. I echo all of the same sentiments. Like this should this should be a comedy, and I don't get that from the trailer. It's almost like too many of these. I guess I complain about Wonder Woman for the same thing. Everybody's trying to be stranger things a little bit. Um, and I think that is what they're kind That's the feel I got for this one. And it has one of the same actors. Yeah. Um, so it's, I definitely felt that vibe a little bit in the trailer. So I still want to see it though. I am actually excited about seeing this one, but my only concern that I will add to that is just prefacing that it's Ghostbusters and the car and it's the original and whatever, that nostalgia is only going to get you so far. As an example, I loved Ghostbusters whenever I was a kid, the first two movies. I even watched the Ghostbusters cartoon whenever I was a kid. (laughs) I'm not enthralled to go back and see this. So Interesting. Interesting. Well, it's the sequel trilogy where they kill off all the Ghostbusters and eat each subsequent movie. That's no. (laughs) There you go. All right. I'm curious to know what you guys think about Shang-Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings, 7-9-20. Well, Kyle, I'm curious to know who (laughs) Shang-Chi is. He is the master of Kung Fu. Okay. I, I guess that helps a little. Uh, Clarence, I'll let you go first. <laughs> Dude, I know nothing about this movie. Zero. All I know that it's supposed to be some type of tournament. Um, that's kind of the rumor I've heard that it's supposed to be some type of fighting tournament in this movie. I know nothing about any of the characters. So Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. That only could be. I mean, it could be where they bring. I don't know. They could bring some quirky mcu characters in it is to make it interesting you know i heard a rumor that they might well this is a, a stretch rumor that they could bring an iron fist to be a part of the, the the crew on this so i don't know man i'm not excited about this at all um I'll, I'll, I'll watch it i'll watch it but it's just like i have no expectation whatsoever not 
I don't know what to be excited for, to be honest. Well, as as you both know, I, I just inherently trust anything coming out of Marvel Studios. So even though this may not be my kind of movie, because it's it looks like it's going to be a kung fu movie, which is fine. Like those movies exist. They should probably weave that into the MCU. Hmm. Uh, but just like Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm going to be going in very, very dry. Like, I don't know. Any of these characters, I don't know their backstories. I understand the Mandarin is supposed to be in this, like the actual Mandarin, not the fake Mandarin that was in Iron Man 3. And And, that makes sense because of the title, The Ten mm -hmm. Rings, and no, well, no spoilers, but the Mandarin Mm -hmm. is powered by his Ten Rings. Ah, see, see? Kyle does know all about this stuff. (laughs) And I was purposely saying what I said earlier, that he is the master of Kung Fu because he was in a book back in the 70s when he was created called Shang-Chi, the master of, or the book was the master of Kung Fu. So that's, that's his origin. That's his history. I think it was 1973, I think, whenever he was created. Wow. And and that's really cool. Like, uh, as for the, the the Hollywood side of this stuff, I am intrigued that, that that Marvel just said, "Let's do it. Let's make an all Asian cast movie." Yeah, now that's cool. That's amazing. Uh, because the, the 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 reason I don't know any of these is because Hollywood doesn't cast Asian people in a lot of roles. So I don't I don't know most of these the, the, these actresses. Um, and as I said in my article, one of the reasons Marvel is so confident that they can do this is because of crazy rich Asians. Oh, crap. Michelle Yeoh is in this movie. I'm going to watch it when it comes out. I'm going. I didn't know Michelle Yeoh was in it. Uh, I'm definitely going to go watch it now. There you go. Like, like crazy rich Asians was a surprise, like huge hit. And part of the reason is because there is an audience that will show up specifically for an all Asian cast, whether that is Asian Americans or not, but there's an audience for it. That's, that's been proven and weave that into what the MCU has to offer. If it's a good movie, people will show up. That's what, that's what they're believing. And their track record's pretty good. I'll be there. Yeah. I'll come in for Michelle. Yo. So I would too. So (laughs) here's, here's my thought on the movie in 2006 or 2007, when Marvel announced that they would be doing an Iron Man movie, my first thought was, <laughs> okay, that's going to bomb because I would have never have thought that they could make Tony Stark as interesting in a character. And the next we hear Thor again, can, how can you book Captain America? How can you believe now yeah. all these years later, their household names? I think that using that same magic and Guardians of the Galaxy. And not only that, it wasn't the original Guardians of the Galaxy that the comic book people knew, but but it worked. So I have faith. Yeah, I will say this might be their biggest gamble so far. Oh, yes, I, I will absolutely agree with that. Could, like, who who is the biggest name in this movie? Mandarin, who was a fake villain in Iron Man. I was <laughs> I, well, I was going to go with actors like. Oh, actors. Yeah, Michelle. Michelle yeah. I think, Michelle Yeoh or Aquafina might be the the biggest names. Ronnie Chang, he's on the Daily Show. Like none of these people are huge stars. Mm. Good point. But regardless, it sounds interesting. I mean, it it's enough to where we've sat here for a good three to five minutes debating on how it might be interesting, and that alone is more than I think we could say for some of the others that we've talked about. So, um, as Clarence, I think you said it best. 
Michelle Yeoh, I'm in. <laughs> so this one is a little bit, get ready for a corny joke. This one is a little bit off the charts because it's Uncharted 7-16-2021. Okay. So it's, uh, Cl- Clarence, you go first. I, gotta, I, have to, I have to gather my thoughts on that. Yeah, so I'm not really a Sony guy. So there is a whole host of Uncharted games that I've never played. That being said, the character uh, or the franchise and Nathan Drake, I think it's the main character. It's so popular that I just know who that is anyway. You can show me a picture. I'm like, oh, that's Nathan Drake. So (laughs) very much one of the most popular franchises on the PlayStation. And uh, not only that, you have Tom Holland and his built in fan base coming to play that character. So this is going to do very well. I don't know if I'm going to go see it, (laughs) but I just know off the jump it's going to do very well. And you would hope that it'd be one of the better, you know, video game movies. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, And that's a low bar. There's like literally (laughs) three good video game movies uh, in the history of Hollywood. So it it doesn't have to be great. Uh, And you're right. People will probably show up for the Uncharted movie because of the the factors you just threw out there. Uh, let me let me just throw a little bit of a history lesson here. So this movie's been in development for 13 years. Oh, God. Since around the time Uncharted 2 came out, I believe. And anyone who's played the Uncharted games uh, knows that they're known for their cinema quality cutscenes and storytelling like skills like mm-hmm. Naughty Dog is one of the best video game developers in the business. And 12 years ago when they were saying, hey, we're working on an Uncharted movie. My first thought was why? Like, mm. just play a ge- Just play the game or at worst, go to YouTube and watch all the cutscenes strung together. It will probably be better whatever than whatever trash you put on the moon, you know, on the, on the screen. And d- during the, the, the process of all of this. They announced, I believe, in around 2010 that Mark Wahlberg was supposed to play Nathan Drake. Okay, Marky Mark. Marky Mark <laughs> was was going to be Nathan Drake. And again, neither of you are very familiar with the character, but that's a bad cast job. Uh, uh, think like like when 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 you say Nathan Drake, think of Nathan Fillion. Yeah, that, yeah that's think- who fans have always said he should be Nathan Drake, and hmm. they're not wrong. 15 years ago, he would have been a perfect Nathan Drake. But now Nathan Fillion's like, what, 50 years old? Hey, 50's so, not old. I know, but if, <laughs> if you're supposed to carry a franchise for 15 years and you're already 50, yeah, hmm. that, that doesn't work. Uh, so, you know, a couple years ago when Tom Holland got cast, I was like, okay, th- th- at least they have someone who makes sense. I don't know if he's the right person because he's kind of this, you know, scrawny little the acrobatic guy, which he yeah. in real life is very acrobatic. It's just, that's not the Nathan Drake. Like Nathan Drake is like a brick with arms. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see if it's a great, I, I trust that it'll be at least watchable. Uh, another small little footnote is <laughs> the movie's been in development for so long that Mark Wahlberg is in the movie, <laughs> but he plays Sully, oh Nathan Drake's older, like mentor. <laughs> that is funny. That is funny. Which is a better cast. Like, that's a better cast job than him playing Nathan Drake. Yeah. I think I saw an image released from uh, on, on Tom Holland's Instagram, I think, where it showed him in the getup. Yep. yep. You know, it, it's passable. <laughs> it's passable. Yeah, yeah. Like, all they have to do is make a decent Indiana Jones movie. Is all that's their, that's their job. 
when making this film. Hmm. So here's the only thing I'm going to say, since I'm not familiar with the character, I'll just say they probably will they will probably put this movie out because if they wait too long, Tom Holland will eventually put it out on Instagram or Facebook or something. <laughs> what the movie's about. He so. doesn't post everything. Come on, Kyle. <laughs> I got to give him a hard time, but I like him as an actor. So, um, not, not throwing shade, but I just thought that was funny. But anyway, why would they, why would they make an Uncharted movie? That's like making a last of us TV show. They'd never do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really interested. So I'm really interested about what you guys think of this next one, because when Sergio, you and I recorded our 2020 version of this episode, I had never seen the original Suicide Squad. I have now. So I'm curious <laughs> oh. to know what you guys think about this. The Suicide Squad, not Suicide Squad 2, the Suicide Squad. Okay, I'll 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 take this one first, just because like it's exhausting explaining who this movie is for and why it even exists. So the first Suicide Squad movie, I'm sure both of you will agree, is not a good film. Eh, I enjoyed it. It wasn't great, though. Kyle, your thoughts? I would say I enjoyed it until it fell apart toward the end. That's that's a fantastic review yes it's one, better than wonder woman 1984. yes uh, yeah I, I would agree with you there except for the uh after scene of wonder woman 84 which <laughs> blows everything out of the wall just just fyi despite it being a bad movie <laughs> it's it was a huge hit like a huge hit it made bank yeah and like it wasn't like first week numbers it was like week after week after week suicide squad was killing it yeah Pardon the this, pun. This star power, man. This would be that. Yeah. Well, it was directed by David Ayer, and they immediately were like, okay, cool. We're going to make another one of these. It was a huge hit. Well, in the meantime, like Marvel fires James Gunn because of some old tweets, and DC, like the, one of the only smart moves they've had in a while, is they, they immediately hired James Gunn and said, what do you want to do? And he said, well, I really like Suicide Squad. So they said, make one. Yeah. And so he proceeds to make a Suicide Squad that's not – that's tangentially connected, maybe not connected at all to the huge hit Suicide Squad movie they have. Like wh why why does this – why did this happen the way it happened? It doesn't make any sense. Because they knew that he would bring that Guardian of the Galaxy flair to the DCEU. And I don't know. I, I think I'm more so – probably just confused on what's going on with the DCEU. Um, it, like you said, this is not really a sequel, but kind of related. With mm -hmm. It's just confusing. And well, I guess we could go on to talk about other stuff that's happening in the uh, DCEU right now. It's like they have no plan at all. They're just throwing everything at, at the wall and see what sticks. That being said, yeah. James Gunn is a, is a great choice, actually. So I don't know. I'm excited about this, actually. I will say this. What I feel about the DC, and I love DC characters, sometimes more than Marvel characters, but I don't think DC at this point in their existence, and I'm talking about the comics, I don't think they know where they want to go and what they want to do, because spoilers in the comics, they have just said, oh, everything that ever happened, happened, and 
every reality is an alternate reality, is a possibility, and they're all existing at the same time, whoop-de-doo. That's <laughs> just like what you guys are just talking about. It's the Suicide Squad and the Suicide Squad. They're different, but they exist, and they're there. Will the movie be good? I don't know. I like John Cena. He's in it. I like Peter Capaldi, the Doctor 12. He's in it. I'm going to see this. That's me in a nutshell. Yeah, yeah. See, see, see I, I, I wish I could be so, <laughs> so uh, I don't want to say simple about it, because I respect everything you just said. I have to dissect the, the, the like everything about this movie. Like it's going to be totally different from the original or from the original from the first one. So anyone who is not paying attention to this background minutia crap, you know, who's directing it and why isn't it a sequel and is it a sequel and what's the DCEU? Like any lay person who shows up to see the a new Suicide Squad movie is going to be incredibly confused. Yep. And that doesn't bode well. Like if I if if I'm one of those guys who saw the Suicide Squad and they're like, man, Harley Quinn was the best. Yeah. Let me go see another one. And then he goes in and it's a completely different movie. Like, yeah. how do I benefit from that if I'm that guy? <sighs> it's just all over the place, man. I don't uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. And then we just heard there's a new Batman with Michael Keaton. What? It, yeah. Yeah. What, what are you? <laughs> and and I guess now is the best time to bring this up. I specifically did not put the Justice League Snyder cut on this list because oh, I'm one, actually excited about that. <laughs> it's not a movie. It's a, it's True. it's it's a miniseries. And two, that shouldn't exist. Uh, like, don't give that man the keys to the Porsche anymore. Oh, what Cal are you doing? is smiling right now. <laughs> no, 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 I'm actually willing based on the um, based on the based on the trailers alone. I'm going to give give him a chance. I will say, give him a rental car. Don't give him a Porsche. I agree with that. He hasn't (laughs) proved that he's Porsche ready. And I'm not even going to blame him so much because, again, I think Man of Steel was a good movie. But it's something about the DC characters translating them to the big screen. I mean, other than the Nolan Batman movies, it's just been a hard go, man. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. There's there's no reason that the Wonder Woman sequel should have been fantastic. But Patty Jenkins, a well-respected director, messed it up. She messed it up. And So let me ask you guys th- uh, this real question. I think this may answer your question, Clarence. Did you guys like Shazam? It's the best D- DCU it's, yes, movie it's in the recent best years. One. Yes. <laughs> By far. It's awesome. Okay. So when Marvel characters were created... Stanley created them in many ways as the anti-DC characters and giving them real world problems and real world pains and happiness, etc. Whereas with DC, everything was so much brighter and, you know, at the, the, they didn't have problems like like existed in Marvel. So when you take these characters that were created minus Batman, who was always dark and you create this darkness around them, I think that's part of the problem. And with Shazam, they didn't go that route. They kept it in its truest form, lighthearted and bright, colorful, etc. Now, Wonder Woman was lighthearted, bright, colorful, etc., just a bad story. But I think as DC as a whole, it's more lighthearted, bright, or whatever, and maybe not translating so well if you try to make it dark. Hmm. 
I and I completely agree. Like if, if you look at Zack Snyder's filmography, it's just a bunch of dark, bad movies. And when they brought in Joss, Joss Whedon, like you can you can see his DNA in Justice League because he tried to make it lighthearted. You know, he added the quips. He added the fun. He he tried to make it a good movie. It just it, it wasn't like it, its bones were not a good movie. And it was kind of Pat's job. Yeah, giving this back to to, to to Snyder is is only going to take it back to its bones and then pile on top of it all of the, the baggage that comes from Man of Steel and Batman v Superman and even going back as far as 300 and, and Watchmen. Like, those movies are dour, and that's not what Justice League needs is more dour. It just needs it, – it needs to not exist. <laughs> I'm ready to watch it, man. I'm, I'm not that down on Zack Snyder. I know he's made some huge mix, missteps. You're certainly right when he goes for cinematic over good, which is a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Like the last thing I want to say is like when someone says, "What? so what was wrong with the Justice League movie? My answer is definitely not. I need more of it. <laughs> Uh, coming to HBO Max. <laughs> so this is the only thing I'm go- going to say here. You can go to a junkyard with a very expensive lens and make that junkyard very cinematic if you want to with your very expensive lens. That wow. doesn't change the fact that it's a junkyard. Good freaking point. <laughs> wow. So, uh, well, I'm not going to wait around forever to talk about this next one that's coming out supposedly on 11-5-2021, The Eternals. And I have to ask Sergio first, The Eternals. (laughs) Who are The Eternals? (laughs) I think we answered that exact question last year, and I still have no clue because I don't want to know until the movie comes out. You know, Uh, we were speaking of risky uh, MCU movies. Uh, this is yet another risky movie. I, I don't know if it's as risky as Shang-Chi because this one does have a little bit of star power in it. But still, the biggest the biggest star in this movie is Angelina Jolie. Well, does and, it have Kit Harington mm-hmm. as well? Yep. It does have Kit Harington, but he that's a small screen. Jon Snow. Like, what has he done since Game of Thrones? Jon like, Snow. That's what, has he done? Jon <laughs> what has he done since Game of Thrones? Nothing. So yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it's not like this guy has eight blockbusters to his name. Like he's still just that guy who played Jon Snow. I yeah, think this he's is... going to be the guy that played Dane Whitman after this. I, I'm, I, I'm actually excited about this. So yeah. Is... I, I, again, I'm, I'm excited about it. Uh, I, I'm coming at it with the exact same excitement that I came at at Guardians with. But it's, it's so odd that you know there, there's so many Marvel properties that are known quantities, and they're just like, no, nah, let's do Eternals. No one knows them. Yeah, from from the cosmic point of view, I expect this to be a. I hope at least it's visually mind blowing, but really I know nothing about these characters. But these are like the the MCU version of the gods on DC side, right, Kyle? Mm-hmm. Not not really. Not not exactly. But I will say this: I know nothing about what the plot of the movie is, but I have a gut feeling that this will not be set in present day. Hmm. I think we're it will be set at least sometime. Whether it's a hundred years in the past or whether it's whatever, and I think you will see the origin of a character that we've already seen. That I'll just leave it at. Interesting. See, picking the proverbial interest. There you go. <laughs> I, I, 
<laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. I'm also a huge fan of Kumail Nanjiani. I don't which, know who that is. Uh, he's uh, he's a comedian who's been in a bunch. He starred in a bunch of movies oh. in the past three years. Yeah, I know who this is. I'm looking at a picture of him now. Yeah, he, really funny. He was like born in Pakistan uh, and in his teens moved to the United States. And it, it, a lot of his comedy treads in that area, you know, but with like with, when you're casting someone like Kumail and all these these actors, this is without a doubt the most uh, diverse cast the MCU has seen to date because it's got Selma Hayek. Uh, it's got uh, a deaf girl. Uh, I don't know her name. Oh, that, is that the girl off Walking Dead? Yep. Oh, I'm, oh I'm in. yeah, 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 yeah. I know you're talking about now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I'm trying to pull up the the cast right now. Uh, let's see. Richard Madden from uh, Game of Thrones plays. Is that Icarus? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry is playing Fastos. Is that I said that right? I say that right? I can't even say these characters' names. <laughs> uh, Brian Tyree Henry is an African African American man from Atlanta, like the show Atlanta. Oh yeah, that that is him. Yep, I'm looking at a picture. He's going to yeah, be great. Yeah, I, I I don't know who Gemma or Gem, Gemma Chan is, but she's an Asian lady. She plays oh, Cersei. Oh oh, I love Cersei. And isn't Gemma Chan? Isn't she in Humans? Clarence. Yes yes, she's awesome in Humans. Yes yeah, and she's so, in uh, Crazy Rich Asians. See, like <laughs> the diversity in this movie is top notch. So I, I, I feel like that's on purpose. I, uh-huh. I know that it's probably a diverse cast of characters. Like the characters are also diverse, but it's, I think Disney is doing this on purpose, which is good. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually excited for this. I really am. It oh, nice cast, <laughs> nice cast, dude. I'm just looking at, at, at it. And yes, I'm, I'm getting more excited even watching this because I didn't know some of the were playing who they're playing. And I will say that there are people in this list who have been at one time or the other uh, members of the Avenger. So it's oh, FYI. Cool. Ooh. So speaking of someone who has been an Avenger before, and this is the third one in the MCU. You know, it's weird. We thought Spider-Man would never come to the MCU. And now we're talking. This is the third Spider-Man movie in the, <laughs> the MCU. Tentatively, 12-17-2021. Spider-Man 3. Can guys, I go first? Go, go for first. It. Each of us, I think everybody has their own Spider-Man. Like, everybody has their own Doctor and Doctor Who. And, like... <laughs> Man, Tobey Maguire is my Spider-Man. He really is. And if what rumored is true, and I think it's it's a strong rumor at this point, um, people have been sleuthing, seeing him going in to get fitted and whatnot. It's plus uh, plus the additional rumors of um, the other actors from his era, another actor from his era coming back. I I'm really excited to see Tobey Maguire make a return. And be a part of the freaking MCU, man. It's, it's so exciting to me. Andrew Garfield, I could care less. But <laughs> Poor man. Andrew Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> Poor dude. Come on, oh, man. You are good, dude. <laughs> he wasn't bad. His movies were. Oh, that's a great way to put that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so excited about this. I would be so... Is this really going to come out this year? That it's seems supposed soon. to. It's supposed... They're done shooting it. Really? Yeah. Because huh. like they shot, yeah, I think. No, no, I don't know. They might be shooting. Who am I? I don't know. Um, 
But no, I refer to this as the crown jewel of 2021. Yes. Uh, for a few reasons. Uh, of course, you you have the return of Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, which, like, I recently watched those first three Spider-Man movies, and they hold up. They're really good they movies. They really do. They are but good. I, I, it only confirmed, I don't like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man at all. Oh, I, I feel you. like he's like he's a bad <laughs> cosplayer. You know, a lot of people character. really didn't. I, I, I get what you're saying there. But uh, but like those movies hold up. Absolutely. And and it's been confirmed that uh, what's his name? Uh, Alfred Molina is coming back to play Doc Doc Op, Doc Ock again. Uh, awesome. And Jamie. Yeah. Jamie Foxx is definitely coming back to play Electro again. So minus the blue. So so. We we haven't minus the blue, yeah. Uh, we haven't had actual confirmation that Toby and Andrew are coming back, but he, okay. Here here's my I'm gonna throw my my, my big theory out. Like S- Sony is really 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 excited to get their Spider Verse off the ground. Okay, they've released into the Spider Verse, which is supposed to even go deeper into the different versions of Spider Man in, in its next iteration. Uh, they have their Venom movie. They have their Morbius movie. Uh, they. There was I, there's an there's another movie that I believe they're working on huh. that is a, a Spider-Man villain. Um, they were and, doing Silver Sable, but I think they dropped. The- maybe, maybe, maybe it was Craven. I don't know. Yeah, it seemed like I heard Craven rumors. Yeah, uh, but r- regardless, they have Tom Holland on the books contract-wise until he's like 47. Like they 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 have hitched their wagon to his his to his truck, and they want him to come over to the Sony side and only do Sony movies. The problem is, is he's been doing these MCU movies for what? Six years now. Mm-hmm. He's been in five of them. He's about to have, uh, you know, the sixth, is it five? I think he's been four. No, five. He's been in civil war, his two movies and the two Avenger movies. Exactly. This will be his sixth time playing Spider-Man in the MCU. And has, he's made a significant impact on that universe. I really hope that they find a graceful way to get him out of the MCU. I think they do. They already have plans to introduce the multiverse with uh, Doctor Strange. It's very possible they introduce the multiverse here and somehow write him out of the MCU and drop him and his world into this other Sony land. And if they can, the MCU benefits from it because now you don't have to Every single time there's a movie, you think, well, where's Spider-Man? Where's Spider-Man? Well, he's not here anymore. We wrote him out. Yeah, it it, can have their cake and eat it, too, by stealing the best actor that's ever played Spider-Man and putting him into their universe that they've been curating over the past two few years. Yeah, it's going to I have mixed feelings about this. It's going to suck to him leave the MCU. But, you know, with them bringing this whole multiverse concept in maybe this movie, then the multiverse of madness, and even with one division, to some extent, I've been seeing some rumors about that. Then you also have the opportunity to bring in all your Fantastic Four characters, your X Men characters. So, although Spider Man may be gone, we still have it, plenty of other people to fill that void. But I, I still love Tom Holland being in the main Marvel universe. So I, I see what Sony's doing, um, but. I, <laughs> I just hope in their endeavors they don't lose that creative flow that the Marvel universe or the main Marvel universe has kind of brought to that character. 
because they really brought new life to that character. And I'd hate to see all that go away. Agreed. So here's, here's my theory. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But everything you just said, and Clarence, you just kind of hinted at it. Tomorrow starts the road that takes us to putting, if if that is true, putting Tom Holland into Sony because it's all going to stem from Wanda. Because, yes, you guys mentioned Doctor Strange, but I hear that Wanda will also be in Spider-Man 3, as well, of course, being in the multiverse of madness. So the madness begins tomorrow. And I think one of the stones, maybe the reality stone, because Wanda has reality warping powers in the comics. Some, she brings Vision back using some something or, or her powers expand or something. But I think she's going to, quote unquote, break reality. And that's going to give us our X-Men, our mutants, our Fantastic Four, all of that stuff. Interesting. That would be exciting. And I even think they said the next Deadpool is supposed to be an MCU movie. Yep. Oh, don't get don't get me started on that. Don't <laughs> just don't. Uh, I, that sounds fine. Like like what you just pitched sounds like something I can get my brain around. I just want it to 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 make sense. Like I the the one thing I don't want is for it to be confusing or we just, we as viewers just have to to make. To just assume, oh, well, Spider-Man's not going to come because, you know, it's not par- this his part of New York that they're attacking. Like, yeah. I want them to make it make sense. Yep. I don't know if it will be on the two episodes that will be released within a matter of hours. I think of us recording this tonight. However, I do know that the character will appear in WandaVision. So just FYI, Monica Rambeau. First woman, Captain Marvel. Comics. That is correct. 1980s. First woman, Captain Marvel. Wasn't Carol Danvers. Monica Rambeau. Awesome character. Just so. <laughs> we have one more movie to celebrate, to talk about. 12-22-2021. The Matrix 4. Thoughts? What's The Matrix again? Oh, ow. <laughs> That's been some years, man. It has. It has. Yeah, yeah. So... The first Matrix movie might be my favorite movie. No, no, like it's in my top five. Yeah, it's fantastic. It is nearly flawless and it kind of rewrote the rules on movie making when it came out. Oh, yeah. The, it's two follow ups. Well, they they exist. They're fine. Uh, <laughs> very mixed, very mixed feelings on those movies. All of the other Matrix media, like the Enter the Matrix and all the video games and um, the comic books, n- none of that other other stuff really blew up the world either. It was really – the first Matrix is great. Everything else is meh. The Matrix 4, I don't know why this movie exists. Like it's especially in the the uh, the version that they are, they are putting out. Like Keanu Reeves is back. Carrie Ann Moss, back. Uh, both of them died in the third movie so and they're too old to play younger versions of themselves so how they bring those characters back and how they negotiate the 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 the, the somewhat treaty that was halfway brokered in the third movie between the machines and the humans like i don't i i can't imagine a situation where it's interesting so I'm very, very worried that this movie is going to be hot garbage. Uh, uh, I, I, 
like I, I'm I'm holding together some hope because uh, Lana Wachowski is working on it, and she was one of you know, she's one of the Wachowskis who who did the original trilogy, uh, and understands the the, the greater narrative and, and greater story they're trying to to to, to craft. Uh, and th- th- this is territory I didn't know I was going to go into on this cast, but she came out as transgender a few years ago, and also mentioned that looking back at the original matrix uh that she sees the original matrix as an allegory for coming out as trans transgender which when you look at it that's very possible it's yeah it it, it kind of is how does that play into this new movie and does it play into this new movie <sighs> i don't know yeah i don't even how to frame this is we're well within the I think you guys coined it the Keanu verse the Keanu <laughs> the Keanu sense yeah the Keanu yeah now we're definitely well within that um and he may be more popular just as popular now as he ever was but <laughs> I don't know I think they're gonna bring the story back we need to push it up at least I say push it up as far as you can in years because I think it would be interesting to see where the world has, has changed since this supposed treaty has been in place. I think that may be interesting. Um, it, it was really, it's, it's really to the point where you don't know what to expect other than that. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, let, yeah. Well, let me add a subset of the audience that I think we're missing here. And, and, and this is the subset that I fell into. I don't, I've watched all the matrix. I don't really remember any of the story from the Matrix movie, because frankly, I was going to see some of the special effects that they were doing that was really, really cool at the time. I hope that they, with this, if they do do some really, really awesome special effects, that in itself is going to bring some semblance of an audience for, oh, wow, look at what they did in this. And and plus, like uh, the trope from that movie has been use so much in other media going forward. I mean, basically the whole last season of uh, Black Mirror <laughs> was about going into an alternate reality. And um, I don't know. I really don't know what to expect. Uh, the recent things I've seen from the Wachowski siblings, I didn't really enjoy. Uh, I think six since eight was a Netflix show they had. And I, yeah. I didn't enjoy that at all. I guess I enjoyed Jupiter ascending a little bit, but yeah, it's it's to the point now where you don't know what to expect, and um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I really and, and and Kyle, I'm I'm gonna respectfully disagree with you on 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 the whole uh, like special effects thing. Like it's it's 2021. Every movie has great special effects. That is true. You know, yeah. like what are they gonna do in 2021 that is so groundbreaking that it's a must watch. But if they could pull that off, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that they need to, but I'm saying if they did and they had something that was groundbreaking, that could pull some part of the audience. But I agree with you that in 2021, everybody has uh, <laughs> good special effects now, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah, uh, I, I'm excited. I am. But the, 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 the only real thing about this, this movie that has me scratching my head is – Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss coming back because they they kind of wrote into the original movies the fact that this that, you know the existence of the one uh, Keanu Reeves character is like that's this is something that has happened you know hundreds of times over and over and over uh, and 
we're just basically waiting on the next one. Like if this was a proper reboot and we were following the next one and they could tell a different story, I feel like it would make more sense, but then you don't have the, you know, the Keanu Reeves juice on it. So who knows? Well, you know what guys, I think this is a perfect time for me to hand the reins back over to you, Sergio, and let you, and Reality Breach close us out because we have come to the end of your 2021 list. So you, my friend, are back in control. So take it away. Fantastic. Well, thank thank you for, for hosting uh, th- this episode, uh, Kyle. Uh, I, do I believe all of these movies are coming out this year? <laughs> no, not at all. Um, a handful. I, I'm going to predict five at least are going to be punted to 2022, which is uh, just bonkers to think about like think about if 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 black widow gets punted to 2022 we're we're looking at another new mutant situation yeah that's that would be too much it really and, would and i don't think did we ever actually talk about new mutants i don't think we did i kind of dug that movie like it's not great but i it's way better than i thought it was gonna be well hmm. i'm going to say this on air so that we have to do it because it's on air i'm inviting you back for the new mutants because i would love to talk about it. Oh, hey, I'm down. Let's do it. Let's shut down this recording and and, and just just start it back over. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, guys, uh, I thank y'all for being on Reality Breached. Uh, Where can we find Discussing Comics? Yeah, you can find Discussing Comics by heading on over to DiscussingComics.com where you see our full back catalog and, you know, all the links to subscribe and all that other good stuff. That's awesome. Uh, and well, uh, if, if you found this episode on Reality Breached, then it's likely you'll be able to find the other episodes of Reality Breached. Uh, what I want to point everyone to, uh, anyone who discovered this on uh, Discussing Comics, is to our sister cast, Shellheads. Uh, it is our TMNT, or Ninja Turtles podcast, uh, where me and Jeff Hub or Jeff Hubbard uh, from the, the Warp Zone Arcade talk about Ninja Turtles every other week. Uh, we go, we talk about the TV show, we talk about the movies, the comic books, uh, basically any version of the Ninja Turtles that exists. We, we chat about it every other week. So check that out, and make sure you check out Discussing Comics. Uh, you, can, you can find any of any and all of these podcasts on every single podcast player out there, or for the most part. I don't know of one you can't. So just search it in those, hit subscribe, uh, and I guarantee you will you will you will enjoy yourself. Guys, is there any final words before we before we jump off this? I have one other thing I want to say. I hope when we meet again a year from now, we have a brand new list that none of these movies are on that list. That would be awesome. Probably not going to happen, but I'm going to be positive. That would be awesome. (laughs) Living in a fantasy, fantasy land. There you go. Cal said I'll second that. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks. And uh, I thank all the listeners for sticking with us. Uh, and like always get the ransom, shoot the hostage. See you next time. You've been listening to the discussing network. Find out more at DiscussingNetwork.com.